I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode number 31. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hello, guys. Welcome to episode number 31. Thank you for joining me. I really feel like I need to take a minute and express some gratitude. I love doing what I do. I love coaching parents and teenagers. Um, I love all my clients, my new clients, my clients that I had throughout last year. I really love doing what I'm doing. And it's really helped me see some of the things that parents and teenagers are struggling with, which is really helping guide me in how I produce content for this podcast and in kind of how I approach this podcast. So Thank you to all of you guys. Thank you for those of you who are my clients. Thank you to those of you who just listen to the podcast week in and week out. If you have something that you would like me to address on this podcast, feel free to reach out to me. You can email me at ben at benpewcoaching.com and I'd be happy to address any questions that you guys might have anything that you feel like I haven't yet touched on, but you'd like to hear my take on it, simply email me and we'll get to that. And I'll have it be one of the episodes and I'll email you back and say, all right, it's upcoming. It's planned to be this time released this date. So thanks again to all of you guys who listen and support me. I really appreciate it. Today, we are going to be talking about a controversial topic. I got to be honest, I am a little anxious sitting here recording this because I know it's a hot topic. I know people have opinions about how we should handle this. So today, we are going to be talking about mental and emotional health. Now, I do want to be really clear. I want to preface this by saying I am not a doctor. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist. I am a life coach. So don't come to me looking for prescriptions, diagnoses, help with mental illness, mental disorders. I'm a life coach. And what I can help you do is increase your mental and emotional health. Okay, so that's what we're going to be talking about today, mental and emotional health. These things go hand in hand. What you think and what you feel are related, and you do have power over both of those, okay? So I wanted to start today by sharing a quote with you. Uh, This is by Fred Rogers. Uh, Just real quick preface. I love Mr. Rogers. When I was a little kid, I remember running from my mom's room where I was watching Mr. Rogers. I was probably about five. And I remember running and saying, Mom, he talked to me. He talked to me through the TV. Like his way to speaking 
to children and really making them feel like, hey, I know you and I'm talking to you. That was so powerful. I've just always felt like Mr. Rogers was a friend. And I love, uh, there's that documentary on him. And then there's a movie with Tom Hanks, both really good. So the quote by Mr. Rogers is, anything that's human is mentionable. And anything that is mentionable can be more manageable. When we can talk about our feelings, they become less overwhelming, less upsetting, and less scary. That is so true. So many times, parents and adults and teenagers are reluctant to talk about their feelings, their worries. They're hesitant to talk about mental health and mental illness and mental disorder because they feel like there's so much shame around it. They feel like it's unmentionable. And so we want to do our best to make these things mentionable. We want to help our teenagers realize, hey, you know what? It's okay to struggle. It's okay to have problems. It's okay to not have it all together. We can work together. And I talked about it in a past episode. I can't remember which number it was, but I talked about relationships and how they're connected with resilience. Relationships are key when it comes to things like resilience, mental health. So really take a minute, talk to your teenager about mental health, about emotional health. If you need to get someone else involved, I'm happy to help as a life coach. If you need more than me, I'm happy to help point you in the right direction. There's therapists, there's counselors, there's family doctors. Those are all good places to start. All right. So I wanted to take a minute. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm a life coach. So remember that as you listen to this. So I want to talk about mental health versus mental illness versus mental disorder. A lot of times we have a bad habit of using the term mental health almost interchangeably for things like mental illness or mental disorder. And I have a little problem with that. I'm glad that we're more willing to talk about mental illness and mental health. And I'm glad that it's a more acceptable topic than it has been in the past. But I worry that there's not enough distinction between the three. And I worry that when we talk about mental health, mental illness, or mental disorder, a lot of us, including our teenagers, we go to the worst case scenario. And we start thinking, oh, we're talking about mental health. Does that mean I have a problem? Does that mean there's something wrong with me? And so I think it's important that we gain some clarity between the three of these. So for me, mental illness, mental disorder, and mental health, those are all different things. So for me, mental health refers to mental and emotional well-being, okay? It's kind of like physical health. Physical health doesn't refer to diabetes. It doesn't refer to high blood pressure. It doesn't refer to your sleep schedule. Like, no, it just refers to your physical well-being. Mental health also, it just refers to your mental and emotional well-being. For me, this is the ability to be aware of your own thoughts, feelings, 
and how they relate to your actions. So for me, one thing that really helps improve mental health, especially among teenagers, is when we can understand, okay, my thoughts create my feelings. My feelings fuel my actions. And now we can start to understand, okay, I'm feeling this way. What am I thinking? Oh, yeah, I see. What actions am I likely to take when I feel this way? And we just start to build that understanding. For me, mental health refers to the ability to process thoughts and emotions, both positive and negative thoughts and emotions, both large and small, like being able to process all of the thoughts, all of the feelings. And for me, mental health refers to the ability to problem solve and overcome struggles and challenges. So mental health, like when we talk about increasing or improving mental health, we're not talking about the mental illness side of things. The mental illness side and the mental disorders, and I'm just going to kind of lump those two together. I know they're two different things. And yeah, I know that, but I'm not here to really focus on that aspect. We're going to discuss that quickly, and then we're going to bring it back to the mental health side of things. So mental illness, mental disorders, those are things that likely come with a diagnosis. Like you see someone, they run some tests, they find out what's going on, and you get a diagnosis. Sometimes mental illness can include things like depression, ADD, ADHD, bipolar, identity, personality type disorders, eating disorders, PTSD, severe anxiety, schizophrenia. These type of things are things that are out of my wheelhouse. Like, again, I told you, I'm not a doctor, not a therapist, not any of those things. And I don't help people cure or solve mental illness. Now, I do want to be really clear, though. Increasing our mental health can help improve the way that we handle mental illness and mental disorders. So they can go hand in hand. But I wanted to be really clear about that distinction. If you are concerned about you or your teenager's mental health, and if you're concerned that there may be mental illness, go see a family doctor. Go see someone that can help with that. So if you think, oh, you know what? I just want my teenager to have a little bit more support when it comes to their mental and emotional health. That I can help you with. And other life coaches, we can help you increase your mental and emotional health. But we do not deal with mental illness and mental disorders. That isn't something like, yeah, we can help you increase your mental health health, and we can help you handle mental illness, but we can't diagnose it. We can't work to cure mental illness. So I want to be really clear about that. Now, I do want to liken this to physical health. Um, I know like I was talking to my wife about this and I was like, well, yeah, like it's kind of like how you wouldn't go see the doctor every time you want to go for a jog or every time you want to lift weights or you wouldn't go see a doctor and say, okay, let's go come with me. I need to go for a walk or I need to do this. 
there are so many things that we can do on our own when it comes to improving our mental and emotional health. Now, I do want to say like the doctors, they tell you, hey, actually, I think it's more like health professionals, like maybe weight loss coaches. And they're always like, okay, before starting a new exercise program, go see a doctor. And that is smart. If your teen hasn't seen the doctor in a while, like, yeah, go ahead, go take them to their yearly checkup and see how things are going with their mental and emotional health. But your doctor does not have to hold your hand or your teenager's hand every step of the way. Part of the reason I think this is so important to understand is that today there is a huge misconception that only certain people can help others, especially teenagers, improve their mental and emotional health. Now, this might apply to mental illness. Like there's certain illnesses and certain disorders that you only go to certain doctors for, and they have the tools and they have the resources to help you. But when it comes to increasing and improving your mental and emotional health, there are things that you can do on your own. There are things that you can do for your teenagers. There are things that your teenager can do for themselves. So I want to be really clear about this because one of the things that I find is that a lot of teenagers worry about their mental health, but they don't want to go see a doctor. And so they get into victim mode where they think, oh, well, I can't, I don't want to go see a doctor. So I guess I can't do anything to improve my mental health. And I want to tell you, teenagers, if you're listening, parents, tell your teenagers, there are things that you can do to improve and increase your mental health where nobody even needs to know about it. Your parents don't need to. Your doctor doesn't need to. You can start doing things to improve your mental and emotional health all by yourself. And I want to say everyone can improve their mental and emotional health in one area or another. This is like physical health, okay? Like I could improve my physical health a little bit. I I want to. I'm working on it right now. I'm eating better foods. I'm exercising regularly. Just like we can all improve our our I can't even talk right. Just like we can all improve our physical health, we can all improve our mental health. And sometimes we don't know where those areas of improvement are going to come next. I lately I, not lately, a little while ago, I carried my five-year-old up the stairs and I'm a pretty big dude. I used to do sprints up a hill and I like to be in shape. And I grabbed my five-year-old and I was joking around with him and I sprinted up the stairs. And man, when I got to the top, I was out of breath. I was like, oh my goodness. And I tried to talk to my wife and she's like, what is wrong? You can't even talk. And I was like, man, I want to get in better shape. I just ran up the stairs and I am dying. So sometimes we identify, oh, okay, here's an area of physical health that I would like to improve in. It's the same for mental and emotional health. Sometimes we'll identify, oh, this is an area that I want to improve in. The other day, I think maybe I talked about this on the last podcast, but my son missed a potentially game-winning shot as a buzzer like right before the buzzer, he took a shot and he missed. He did a little bit of mental and emotional health 
work that night. He was very upset that they lost. He felt ashamed. He felt embarrassed. He was furious that the ref didn't call a foul. He did some work that night doing some mental and emotional weightlifting, just experiencing the emotions. One of the things I haven't talked about yet, but I want to right now, is that our emotional health is tied to our mental health. Emotional health for me means that you can experience all of the emotions, good, bad, negative, positive, happy, sad, mad, from one extreme to the next, you can experience all of those emotions. Now, it doesn't mean that it's always pleasant. I lost a brother in a car accident uh, like 12-ish years ago. I lost a student to suicide about seven-ish years ago. Like, man, I was so sad. I was hurt. I was mad. I was blaming different things. I want you to know that emotional health doesn't mean that the negative feelings go away. Emotional health doesn't mean that my son misses the game-winning shot and his team loses, and he's like, huh, Oh, well, no, emotional health means that you experience all of the emotions, whether you're mad, you're happy, you're upset, all of those emotions and being able to experience them is emotional health. For me, in addition to being able to experience those emotions, it's also important to be able to identify them. That's hard, even as grown People like I work with parents all the time that I'm like, oh yeah, how did that make you feel? And they're like, not good. And I'm like, okay, try and name an emotion. Not good does not qualify. So, like, even I'm a life coach, I work with people on emotions and all the time. It takes a little bit of work to process what I'm feeling and identify that emotion. But your ability to do that, your ability to explore, identify, process the emotion, and even appreciate all of the emotions, that is part of emotional health. So parents, I know it's mostly parents listening to this. I do know a couple of teenagers that their parents force them to listen to this. I'm sorry. I know I'm boring. I'm trying to be more exciting. Here's the thing that I want to invite you to do. Parents, Talk about mental and emotional health to your teenagers. Help make this topic more mentionable, something that's more acceptable. Yeah, we want to talk about mental and emotional health. I remember a while back, my doctor, I went to the doctor and my back hurt and my feet hurt. And I had this thing called plantar fasciitis, where your feet, man, they just really hurt when you walk. And the doctor told me, hey, Ben, I could prescribe some drugs. I could prescribe some shots that we could give you, some cortisone that would help you feel better. But that wouldn't address the real issue here. And he said, Ben, your back hurts and your feet hurt. And I got to tell you, you're overweight. And that is likely the cause behind all of your pain. That's likely the reason your feet hurt. That's likely the reason your back hurts. And if I give you these drugs or we do these shots, it's only going to mask the pain. But if you can lose weight, 
that will probably solve the issue here and eliminate the pain. I love that my doctor was willing to talk to me about something that we normally don't talk about. I served an LDS mission in Argentina and in Argentina in South America, like they're fine to say, Hey, gordito. That means, Hey, fat boy, come here. Like they just, that's normal. You call it how you see it. In America, we don't do that. We don't talk about that. And I'm so grateful that my doctor was able to say, Hey, you know what? If you lost 20 pounds, I bet your back would feel better. And I bet your feet would stop hurting. And sure enough, they did. That really helped. We want to help our teenagers be able to talk about mental and emotional health. And if they don't like the results that they're getting, like I didn't like the result I was getting, my feet hurt all the time, my back hurt. So I changed who I was. I changed how I showed up. I lost weight. I started living healthier. Now, our teenagers are the same if they don't like the results that they're getting. And I see this in different ways. Like I, I'm working with an athlete who's like, man, when I lose in sports, sometimes I lose control and then I shut down for the next few days. And then I fail my classes because I was shut down and I was pouting. And I don't have a good relationship with my mom because I shut down and I was pouting. He identified, these are the results that I'm getting. And I don't like them. I want these results instead. So he's working to improve his mental and emotional health so that he can get new results. There's nothing wrong with him. There's nothing wrong with being upset when you lose a match. There's nothing wrong with pouting and being mad. But he doesn't like the results that that creates. So he himself decided, you know what? I want to increase my mental health in these areas. I want to be able to process the negative emotion that comes with losing. I want to be able to think about it differently. So I'm here to tell you guys, parents, teenagers, we can all improve our mental and emotional health. Our mental health, again, I just want to reiterate, and again, this is a definition according to me in my experience and what has helped me as a dad, as a person, as a life coach, as a principal to me. When our teenagers, when we ourselves have mental health, we understand our emotions. We understand that our thoughts lead to our feelings. And we understand how that leads to our actions. And we understand how our actions create our results. Mental health is the ability to be aware of those things. It's the ability to process our thoughts and our emotions. It's the ability to problem solve, to identify, man, here's the results that I keep getting and I don't like these results, so I want to show up differently. I want to be someone who gets these results instead. And as a quick review, emotional health, that is the ability to be able to experience any and all emotions and to be able to identify and process these emotions and to appreciate them. Okay, I want to invite you guys. Parents, I've talked to you about this before. I do have my membership specifically for parents. In this membership, you get two private sessions with me or one of the other three coaches that work with me, and you get two monthly group calls. We talk about mental and emotional health a lot. 
We help teach you the model. We help teach you tools to help you implement in your own life so that you as a parent can be the change that you're wanting to see in your teenager, so that you as a parent can lead by example. Now, in addition to that, I collaborate with these other three coaches. Again, Joey Massio, Darby Brisbane, Ali Terry, and we have a membership for teenagers as well. If you would like your teen to have help in increasing and improving their mental and emotional health, that would be a good place to go. Again, mental health is something that is accessible for everyone. You don't have to go to a doctor. You don't have to go to a life coach. You don't have to go to any specific person. Like I know a young woman who decided, you know what? I want to do more about my mental health. And she started jogging. And when I talked to her, she's like, I love that time. I'm alone. I'm doing something hard. I jog and I get to the point where I want to quit, but I want to do hard things. I want to get stronger. So I keep going just a little bit more. And when I'm done, I feel so good about myself. And she's like, when I jog, that's when I get to think. That's when I get to process things. That's where I get to ignore all the influences in the world and I get to focus on me. I promise you. If we help normalize mental and emotional health, if we help our teenagers understand, hey, this is accessible to you, to anyone, all of a sudden, we are empowered. All of a sudden, we can realize, oh, man, I just ran up the stairs and I'm winded. I want a different result. I'm going to try and do this. Now we can realize, oh, man, when I lost that game, I was upset and I was furious and I don't like how I showed up for the next week because I was pouting. I'm going to develop my mental and emotional grit, fortitude, health, and I'm going to start practicing being the person that shows up this way. Mental health is also when we miss that game-winning shot and we're mad and we're frustrated and we're just feeling all these negative emotions. We know that we can feel those and that it doesn't mean anything about us. We're just human. We have emotions. We can experience those. All right, parents, I love you guys. Keep being the parents that your teenagers need. Keep being the example because really all that we can control is how we show up in this world. And by our example, that is going to indicate how our teenagers start to handle things as adults. If you guys have any questions, you know how to reach me. You can email me at ben at benpewcoaching.com. If you want to work with me one-on-one, go become a member of our parenting group and you will get the opportunity to have two calls with me or one of our other coaches. And you can also show up to our group coaching calls. The links to those things are in the show notes. Go check them out there. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact, Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to benpewcoaching.com slash mini and sign up for a free consultation today. I'll talk to you soon.